everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Aaron. And I'm Vince. It is the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the known universe. Uh, maybe there's another one like in an asteroid somewhere. Who knows? There's no RSS feed for it, so whatever. Uh, we're the only ones that come together to try and watch every episode of Dragon Ball, to talk about it on these microphones, to make dumb jokes in an improvised manner. That's what we do here. That's the gist. And if you're new, thank you for joining us. Uh, but before we get to the, the main show, the main event, we, we have to do a little thing called Kame Housekeeping. Uh, this is a party, after all. We gotta clean up. Uh, from the night before, uh, we haven't had guests over in a while. Uh, we gotta, we gotta <laughs> throw a bunch of laundry just in a closet somewhere. It's not even ours. We gotta, we gotta make everything look presentable for you, the listening audience. And the first part of Kame housekeeping is the UN sanctioned, also world famous, one minute roundup. Whip sound. Well, <clears throat> I went ahead and deposited that gold nugget into your savings account, Mr. Jasper. Is there anything? Thank you. Oh, you're, you're very welcome. Is there anything mm -hmm. else I can help you with at this bank today? I, well, I guess you could one gun up, two gun up, hand me all your cash. Oh, I <laughs> thought I thought there was something mm -hmm. funny about this. Now, now my hands are raised, and I don't. Yep. I don't want you to to shoot me, right? And I and that, I, I want. I to assume comply. you don't want me to. I, I want to comply with with all your demands, but I I need you to sign this receipt saying that you did make a deposit today. I. D but I can't sign anything. Both my hands have guns in them. Well, unfortunately, sir, unless you sign this oh. deposit, this this gold that you just gave me, it, it's not going to make it into your account. That is, I do plan on making here after this here robbery. I assume that so. is a bit of a pickle. Yeah. Yep. Here Can in the you, West, you only get you only get one bank. Yep, only one bank in the whole West. And I'm, uh, now there's a line behind me of other bank robbers. They're, they're giving me the side eye. Oh, hey, why is this guy taking so long? We all have just deposits so, to make and then steal yeah. back. Yeah, just show the paper, Cowpoke. Why won't oh. that, that lily-livered son of a gun just sign the dang thing? We've got other places to be. See, oh, if you, if, if Mr. Jasper, if you just sign, we'll be able to give you the gold that you just deposited. Uh, I thought, I thought that being using two guns would one set me apart, two be kind of cool. Now I'm seeing what a pickle it is. All right, well I'm going to let's see if I can up oh, drop the pen. Uh, try, I, I'm trying to pick it up with the barrels. Hold up, uh, now to carefully dip it in ink. <laughs> Dang it! Dang it! And seed. That that's a viscous ink. Ooh, that's that western ink. <laughs> that, that thick uh, stuff. <laughs> that ink. Instead of spell it, with, don't spell that ink with a K. Spell it with two C's. <laughs> but but that listeners is just the beginning of the One Minute Roundup, where we do a Western-themed improv scene to loosen or tighten our improv muscles, whatever the day may call for. Uh, and we do it until one of us breaks, and then we move on to the One Minute Roundup proper, which is where one of us, this time Vince, has to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball thus far. I am talking about the entirety of the original run of Dragon Ball, when Goku was just a wee baby boy. 59 episodes of Dragon Ball Z, which is almost nice. <laughs> um, he's got he's to summarize all of that uh, in, in less than a minute. Vince, as is our want and tradition, I have to ask you, are you ready to round up? 
Yes, I am. <clears throat> Sorry for screaming into the mic. <laughs> but just letting you know, I'm very ready. and I'm about to do my one-minute roundup in three, two, one. Dragon Ball is about Goku's fantastic journey around the world, collecting Dragon Balls and using them for good. But he has to stop bad guys from using Dragon Balls when he's a kid. Like the Red Ribbon Army, um, <clears throat> like uh, Emperor Pilaf, blah, blah, blah. Goku, he goes on lots of adventures. He meets lots of friends. Bulma, Krillin, to name a few. Uh, he fights in three Tenkaichi tournaments, wins one. <clears throat> Five years later, he gets married, has a kid named Gohan. His brother from space comes down. He's like, you're you're part of what I do. Do you want to be a planet broker? Goku says no. Goku dies fighting Raditz with, by the hand of Piccolo. Then two more Saiyans come to Earth. <clears throat> Right, or no, uh, Vegeta and Nappa. And then big fight. Uh, everybody gets hurt. Goku survives. Then they go to Namek to get Dragon Balls because a lot of the friends are dead. Gohan, Krillin, Bulma is on Namek. Goku's on the way there. Vegeta's already there. He's collected seven Dragon Balls. Frieza's real mad. The Ginyu Force is coming. Bulma's been uh, doing some daring stuff with the crabs underwater. And then she's been captured by a crocodile. Ooh. And now Very I gotta, nice. I gotta go capture some jiggies with with Kazooie. <laughs> you, you're gonna. What's fun is you're gonna keep making those references, and I'm gonna keep laughing politely <laughs> until until I force you to play banjo Kazooie. Yeah, until until either through Patreon or just the power of our friendship, I'm. I, I pick up an N64 controller. But Vince, what a what a wonderful roundup. Oh, it was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we exhaust ourselves for you, the listener. Maybe you are new, uh, and, and this is your first episode of the show. This roundup allows you to jump right in. You don't have to go back and listen to our old episodes, although many people have done it, and many people have enjoyed it. Uh, and you don't have to go back and watch all of Dragon Ball to get caught up, although many people have done it, and many people enjoy it. It's We're giving you options, you know? multiple this podcast is multiple choice and open book mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is the podcast version of have it your way <laughs> but now we can move on to the next piece of kame housekeeping which is where we let you know that vince and i we watch two different versions of dragon ball what there's uh, there's more versions of that but we watch two different ones i watch the english subtitled version vince watches the english dubbed version and we do this because we have always done it we are traditionalists to the extreme <laughs> um we are ruled by the past uh, and it also allows us to compare and contrast the differences in a fun way, sometimes in a serious way, uh, hopefully always in an entertaining way. And the first difference is usually the title. Vince, will you please let us know the title for your episode of Dragon Ball? Here is my episode title of Dragon Ball Z, episode 60, Bulma's Big Day. Did we already have this in OG Dragon Ball? That same title? It seems like it could have been reused, yeah. Or was it Bulma's bad day? Maybe it was that, because Bulma has had some historically bad days, including mm-hmm. today, which I, I think is a pretty bad day for her. Yeah, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's big. I mean, some, some elements of the day are big. There are big things that appear. There are. Maybe it's more condescending. Like when you tell a child, oh, you had a big day, bud. <laughs> Why don't you go lay down? Here, take take your sippy. <laughs> oh, we got, we got you a Capri Sun. You had such a big day. Oh, here's some orange slices. Here you go. The kid's just like barely awake on the couch watching mm-hmm. VeggieTales. Yeah. He'll be, the parents are like licking their lips and rubbing their hands because they know this fucker's going to be out in like five minutes. <laughs> And they can watch, I don't know, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> the Snyder Cut or uh, some murder show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Parent, y- y- y'all parents know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, us two famously uh, people without children, we we know what it's like. Yeah, we can <laughs> empathize. Mm-hmm. My, my, t- my title goes in a bit of a different direction. It does things a little differently. Oh, snap. Uh, so the title 
for the Japanese language episode, roughly translated for episode 60 of Dragon Ball Z, is Charge! The K.O. Cannon Kamehameha of an Indomitable Spirit. You know what? Um, <laughs> I don't know why, but that title is so annoying. It talks about literally really? three seconds of the episode. Which is done before. Which is done before, but I, I guess, you know what? May, maybe I'm just hot under the collar for no reason. <laughs> I just like that annoyed was the, was the choice of words. I'm annoyed. Bulma did have a big day, either metaphorically or whatever. She had a big bad day, and they're just not going to talk about it in your version of the show, in that title? I, I, I've had it up to here. I've had it up to here. The kids want the Goku. They want to know what he's up to. Of course they want that Goku. What are they going to say? Vegeta finds a Baldi? <laughs> or <laughs> top speed, Krillin and Goku fly? <laughs> I'm tired of waiting. Krillin says fuck it. <laughs> Maybe. Under the sea again. <laughs> Second verse. Same, same as, as the first. first. But let's, uh, I think we've given enough hints as to what is in store for us. Let's get in to this episode, and we start where we left off. Bulma captured by a regular guy and an alligator man. They are taking her to Frieza, and we get we, we get a peek into Bulma's imagination as she imagines Frieza, very giant, uh, I'd say twice an ox king size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, they rip her apart. They, they, limb they, from they, limb. Mm-hmm, they Ugh. stretch her like a stretch Armstrong. And then, and then she snaps. It's uh, horrible. It is. It's bad. And like this kind of, that, that burst of imagination <laughs> is what leads Bulma down a uh, little memory spiral. She, she's like, I'm convinced that I'm going to die. Uh, they're going to kill me. Uh, mostly because she did the classic, the classic kidnappy um, trope of saying like, "I'm useless to you guys. I don't know anything." And then she immediately was like, "Oh no, that means they could kill me for no reason." <laughs> I guess this is it. This is the end for little old Bulma, and she starts tearing up, crying, remembering all the close calls she had w- in her adventures. I was wondering if like. In your version of the of the episode, if her internal monologue was any different from that, because in mine she's just very much like all the close calls, all the close calls, all the close calls, and then I was like, oh, I guess th- that would be pretty devastating <laughs> to survive so much and then to to mess up in one one moment. So during the actual flashback, she does not say anything because that's money, baby. Yeah. It's more money you got to pay the 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 voiceover artist. No, no thank you. <laughs> um but she does set it up a little differently. And maybe we need this might let us bump that Bulma rating back down a couple notches. <laughs> uh she says, "Quote, thinking back, my life has been a series of hardships." Oh, Bulma. <laughs> All manufactured by you. I wasn't born into the richest company in the world. Just the third. My my dad doesn't just own like 100% of the company, just like 90%. I'm not a princess, and that's a bummer. Uh, yeah, we live in a dome and not a castle, so I guess that, that's that's a hard life. The Bulma and Chi-Chi kind of, they square off sometimes, right? Yeah. They're, they're in each other's faces as we move along the series. They do get a little combative, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think Bulma just can't get over the fact that Chi-Chi grew up in a castle? I think as, as we get further and further, <laughs> I do think that their their rivalry becomes genuinely about how strong their children are. <laughs> uh, but I can see Bulma being like a little miffed, you know, learning that like, oh, she got to live in a castle and she's married to my best friend Goku and they have this, you know fun chill life and and all that kind of stuff and she you know she's out here single following curling around at this point yeah, yeah yes at this point at this point i could i could see bulma being a little 
you know, wanting that, wanting a little bit of a uh, more settled life. After this adventure, definitely. After going to, you know, an alien planet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and meeting one of the strongest beings in the universe. Almost being killed multiple times by mm-hmm. either creatures or bad guys or <laughs> environments. Uh, okay, so uh, our Bulma rating has got has set back to medium. <laughs> it went down, it got that it went back up. Yeah. Um after that, she bites the gator man's hand, falls down, does the Bugs Bunny I'm trying to swim in midair <laughs> which I appreciate. Never gets old. Never that, gets old. That, I am, that was a point where I'm like, all right, episode, I'm on board. I know this is another Bulma-centric episode, but you know what? You're having fun with it. Let's do the thing. Gator Man catches her, drops her off. We learned that the, the these Frieza Force chumps, the scrubs, um, they don't know why Frieza needs the Dragon Balls. They just know they're supposed to find them. Bulma spills the beans on what they do, and the Gator Man's like, yeah, we should go find them. Uh, and basically force Bulma to take them to the sea to, to go and find the Dragon Balls. I mean, that's, that's, that's the plot of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is that we learn the Gator Man's proper Christian name. Stop. What is his name? I didn't get that in mind. Give me, I'll give you three guesses. Oh, snap. But then I take your firstborn. <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> no, you're going to take my PlayStation? Yeah, I'm going to take that PS5, baby. Ah! Ah! Okay. Listen okay. <laughs> to the to the pregame this week on Patreon to find <laughs> out what that's in reference to. Oh, uh, yeah, we're hitting you hard. We're hitting you hard with these promos. <laughs> uh, but, okay, so the Gator Man's name. I will, it's, I will, the hint is that it is in line with the other Frieza forces, uh, and maybe the Ginyu force a little bit. It's Dragon Bali, the name. What? That's his. What? Stop. His name is not. No, I didn't. I said it's. Oh, it's Dragon Ball. It makes Ball sense. Ass. It makes it. Yeah, it okay. makes sense for Dragon Ball and the naming conventions. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's it. No more hints. Is it? Is it? Uh, Crouton. <laughs> no. Uh, it is not. I will. I know. I just said no more hints. But you're my bud. It's a fruit. Mmm, mmm, grapes. That's pretty good. That's that's a tough fruit name, right? Mm-hmm. Grapes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there I could is- I could hear Vegeta being like, "What? Grapes is here? <laughs> grapes uh, is so powerful." Of wrath fame. <laughs> oh, that's well. That's grapes' special move is of wrath. <laughs> Great Depression. <laughs> All right, one more guess. It's not grapes. But it is a fruit. Is it melon? Mm-hmm. I, I could see that. The greenness. Mm-hmm. Oh, his name's Honeydew. <laughs> the Southern Gator Man. Hi, I'm Southern Gator of the Freezer Force. My name is Honeydew. I do all the lawyering for the Freezer Force. <laughs> Now, 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 my client may be a, a mass murdering earth Planet destroying, spiky-headed, uh, tiny man. But would you believe, Your Honor, if you haven't seen his final form? He did all those crimes in his first form. And as we know, he has an identification for each form, becoming an entirely different person and legal entity. Therefore, <laughs> until he transforms into his former form, you cannot uh, accuse him of such crimes. If the form does not fit, <laughs> you must acquit. Honeydew out. <laughs> the defense rests. Honeydew would intend to. That's. <laughs> I feel like we came up with some pretty good names, but they were incorrect. His name, and they spelled it a little differently in the subtitle. I don't know if that was on purpose or a typo. But his name is Blueberry. That is a great name Blueberry for that gator. Blueberry the Gator Man. I could still 
I'm not a full I'm not a full partner at the law firm that that honeydew is running. <laughs> Blueberry is just a, a uh what's the term when you don't have to go to lawyer school but you're doing law stuff. A paralegal. A paralegal. Yes. Blueberry is just a paralegal but invaluable to the team. <laughs> Blueberry's contributions to the defense have been uh, undisputed and recognized by this here law firm of honeydew and salt. One day, one day Blueberry, Blueberry's working their way through law school. Uh, online, of course, but we don't disparage that. Part-time and at the freezer force. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta make ends meet. That's, I mean, that's why he's, that's why he wants those Dragon Balls. Give me my diploma! <laughs> <laughs> that's the wish that Blueberry <laughs> Or after God. learning, after learning the secrets of the Dragon Balls, he's like, "I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna test it out with my own wish, see if it works, huh? That's how it's gonna go." If if I was given a wish, I don't think I'd be. Maybe we've talked about this before, but I don't think I'd go crazy. I don't think I'd go buck wild with it. You gotta. I feel like you gotta start small, so there's not too many consequences. Mm, mm. I want seventy. I want seventy grand a year for free. For the rest of my life. You know what would be... I mean, that's a great wish. I'd take that wish. Sensible. Sensible. You know, like, it's easy like, It's easy to, to record on your taxes. Mm-hmm. My, my occupation is wish-haver. Wish-y. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, I see you're hired by the uh, Shenlong Corporation. Making yeah, 70K a month. <laughs> oh, that's a better wish. Damn it. <laughs> I goofed already. <laughs> Vince, we we gotta we gotta squeeze the comedy juice out of Blueberry for for as long as we can, because it's not gonna uh, spoilers not gonna last long. No, 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 no. Yeah, enjoy Blueberry for this episode because Blueberry will never return. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to return to the Capsule Corp spaceship, a Goku training in a hundred times gravity, bumping up that regimen, going KO Ken. Shoots a tiny baby, I'd say Yamcha-like energy blast. Mm-hmm. Then, using that as sort of moving target practice as he fires a Kamehameha. I think he's trying to avoid both, but then ends up getting blasted by both of the energy blasts. And he's like, no, that's fine. I'm good. Yeah, I, I felt I felt like I was I was witnessing something that was kind of terrifying. When Goku did all that and then says, huh, I'm still here. Must be making good progress. Instead of how many reps or what my weight is, it's how how many how much of a sensu bean do I need to eat after getting blasted by my own Kamehameha? I mean, that's the question, isn't it? Can Goku make a Kamehameha so powerful he can't destroy himself? I mean, that that's... That is the question. And I and like to everybody who's working out, if, if your workout isn't possibly going to make you explode, <laughs> you're not working hard enough. You can't get those gains unless you energy blast your brain. That's that's bad. <laughs> I mean, how do you think the rock got so strong? Okay. He's firing his own Kamehameha waves at himself in that gym, <laughs> throwing weights at himself. <laughs> I would love a video of the rock just sh- in april fools perhaps he's just shooting kamehamehas at himself mhm oh man somebody who does vfx please work on that i'm i'm yeah i'm sure that exists somewhere they would cast the rock as goku which or as buff roshi buff roshi's not bad i'm not i wouldn't want the rock as goku just because the rock is always the rock you know what I'm saying? In any movie, oh, yeah. it's like, oh, it's just The Rock. Mm-hmm. He's in this as The Rock. It's hard. It's hard to avoid that, right? I think John Cena has that same problem. Whenever I see him on a trailer, I'm like, no, it's just John Cena. It's just John Cena in this. That's fine. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Then we're back on Namek. We're visiting the shore, and uh, I mean, they're pulling an Evangelion because Bulma getting the robot. Yes, very much. Bulma, either you get in that robot or Blueberry's going to have to pilot it <laughs> as they are dragging Bulma to the shore because she she lied and said that all the Dragon Balls are at the bottom of the ocean. 
<laughs> they get to the water's edge and Bulma says, oh, uh, I can't breathe underwater. And also, I don't have waterproof mascara on, so I can't join you. Ooh, that's that is a fun detail. That was good. I was like, I was like, those are those are two valid ass excuses. (laughs) Number one, she can't breathe underwater. Number two, mascara going wrong. Any any makeup, really? Any makeup cloud your vision. You can't see. What am I going to do with my cell phone? I can't go underwater. See, but then yes, they said get in the mech. Yeah, it's just Bulma going on, and it is a fun visual to see Bulma in a mech, uh, Blueberry, and just a dude (laughs) walking (laughs) on the seafloor trying to find some Dragon Balls. What they discover is a commercial. (gasps) Gasp. Oh, no, I'm breathing water. (laughs) My mascara. (laughs) Now I say, I say, uh, honeydew. Ah, yes, yes, there, Blueberry. I have a request coming in through the email saying that uh, we must talk about a certain Dragon Ball podcast legally, or we will both go to jail for malpractice. (gasps) Of course, honeydew. I forgot to tell you, we signed an agreement. Wait, who's who? (laughs) Am I Blueberry? I thought I was a blueberry. I thought I was blueberry. Our voices are very similar. I understand the confusion. You know, let's drop the names. They, the audience, one of us is a blueberry and one of us is honeydew. That is all the audience needs to know. Please continue. And we represent the law offices of blueberry and honeydew. We've just received an email from a Dragon Ball improv podcast that we are representing in court. <laughs> they have committed the grievous crime of starting the Patreon. <laughs> Now, now, Your Honor, <laughs> we would like to detail the features of said Patreon for the jury to adjudicate over. <laughs> if it pleases the court, and I believe it shall. Starting, if you will, at the $5 tier, you get access to the exclusive content known as the KHP pregame or the KHP PG which is recorded before every episode of the podcast, chronicling whatever the boys want to talk about that day. At the $10 tier, there is, I can't believe it, every month, every single month, they do a live stream only for Patreons at that tier. And they also put out a poll so the audience can decide what that str- live stream entails. This is, I am sorry, jury. These are horrific details. To, to everyone in this courtroom, I, I have to say that I am sorry for bringing this back up. This, the most egregious offense of this started Patreon podcast thingy by the Comic House Party Boys is their final and most egregious tear. Cover your eyes, children. All you children that hang out in courtrooms, we know that a very common thing. <laughs> your Honor, we we acknowledge it is currently bring your child to court day. <laughs> <laughs> we will be sensitive to their little eyes and ears. Your Honor, I must say I love your daughter dressed up in a little robe and a powdery wig. It is adorable and also official. Parliamentary, I dare say. But I dare not, because what I am about to describe may be horrifying to your ears, child, that the Kame House Party Patreon has an over 9000 tier. If you pay $9,001, you get access to a full weekend of hanging out with those Kame House Party boys. And dang, if they don't do more than that, they will do a live show for you and your family and friends. All for the low price of $9,001 a month. Now, Jerry, you may be thinking, well, that sounds like some sort of, uh, some sort of locked here. A, a goof, as the children say. You children of the jury know. Uh, you know the slang. Children of the jury. But, but, but our clients have told us that this is a very real tier. That can be get that can be purchased for very real money. Now, Your Honor, I have to say the only as egregious as this Patreon is, and all Patreons, 
I think the only crime here is the value these boys give to the patrons. That's right, Your Honor. We would like to to uh, to state that our defense is that there is so much value in this here Patreon at every tier that it would be criminal not to have it listed on the Patreon website, patreon.com slash Party, And that you must, you must uh, uh, vote to uh, not convict these two of high podcast crimes and high podcast misdemeanors. We submit that all charges be dropped against those KHP boys. And to help us in, to further illustrate our case, we have brought in a surprise witness. They are witnessing as a duo. Here they come. They're walking. They're eek. They're opening the back door. Oh, gasp from the, from the court audience. All right. I'm just going to shimmy up to the stand here. Where's the little Bible I put my paw on? Do I have to do the same thing? Yeah, put your put your hand on my paw. The bailiff's putting the little Bible under it. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right. We swear we to tell swear the whole truth. To tell the whole truth. And nothing but the truth. And nothing but the truth. So help us God. So help me beans. I mean, God. And also, wait, there's an appendum to this thing we got to say. <laughs> and also, back to the show. Stenographer, did you get that? Who who is he talking to? You have to know you're the stenographer. <laughs> no, no, the bailiff is putting me in handcuffs. <laughs> you're out. Wait, I'm, I'm not out of order. That little kid in a wig is banging that gavel real hard. Uh, no. You're getting dragged out, Yajirobi. I'm being held in contempt because mm-hmm. I don't know who are you talking to. Case closed. <laughs> the defense rests. Uh, yes, we are the defense. We, yeah, we're the defense. <laughs> I'm still a paralegal. <laughs> That's right, I was blueberry the whole time. And the whole court goes gasp. See. <laughs> <laughs> <And scene. laughs> in a mech, goes down that same whirlpool uh, where she, that she went down last episode. She finds a cave that she leads those, those Frieza Force guys to. Um, and within the cave, as luck would have it, oh, look, there is some, there is some balls. There are some balls that are about the size of the Dragon Ball. What could they be? We, it's, it's the same thing. We they're doing the exact same thing from last episode. Yeah, it's uh it's part two of Balma's <laughs> Balma's Day Out. Mm-hmm. Part two, Crab Boogaloo. But I did like that, you know, throughout this this scene, Balma is like, all right, how do I fool these guys? Well, if they're dumb enough, they'll follow me into this hole. And then yeah, they're dumb enough to think that giant crab eggs are Dragon Ball eggs. Um, Balma takes the moment of confusion to steal the four-star ball and pilot her way out of there as the mama crab. And she says, thank goodness for Mrs. Crab. <laughs> Ex-wife of Mr. Krabs. I thank you. Thank you. Hey. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there see, we go. I see you've been hanging out with me, ex-wife. She's got the clutch this weekend. I pearls from Pearl my whale daughter. She's from another marriage. I'm I'm a multiple divorcee. Divorcee. Divorce C. As in C note. Money. We got there. Yeah, Miss uh, I think Monster Son, I believe is what she says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's like, do your thing. He's like, take it from here, Monster Son. <laughs> take it away, yeah. Monster Coon. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to find a way to like write that into something. <laughs> Like <laughs> you would in like uh, uh, something you make or like just casual conversation. I I want to. I would love to put it in something that I make and also uh, inject it into polite conversation. Like if I'm handing off something in a meeting, it's like and take it away, Monster Coon. How? Because they can't. They can't stop the meeting to no. react to that. They're on automat. We we've all we all know. 
you're in, you're in automatic mode. You're not really if anything comes your way that you're not expecting, the first thing you do is like blow past it. <laughs> you blow past it and then maybe you come back if there's time at the end of the meeting mm-hmm. to say, "What did you call me?" You know, must <laughs> and, and I, I called you Dan. That's what I called you. Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Take it away, Dan." Why? What did it sound like? Yeah. What? Oh, uh, must have been a uh, 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 weird glitch. Oh yeah, in this time of virtual meetings, guys, you can say anything. You shouldn't say anything, but <laughs> you can get away with a lot of fun goofs in virtual meetings and just blame it on a connection. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you guys couldn't hear me. I was on mute the whole time. Wink, wink. Oh, I guess we're out, I guess we're out of time. Sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> There's. It's certainly not because uh, I didn't prepare anything. Ha 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 ha. It was uh, have, have a good weekend. Okay, bye. It's it's Tuesday. <laughs> well, it, it, it's 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 Friday here in it's, France. It's zoom, fa- zoom fatigue. <laughs> but someone someone out there, please please say take it away, Monster Coon. In their next meeting and report back, they're not going to say anything. Maybe drop in a thank you, senpai, after you're mm-hmm. tossed the uh, the mic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Let us know how it goes. We're going to send it over to my kohai here. and <laughs> <laughs> I have a review with my aniki coming up, so uh, I got to go. You know what, sensei? That's a great point. Uh, let's circle back around to that on the next meeting. <laughs> Thanks for the one-on-one, senpai. I just really, I wanted to. <laughs> That's yeah. Just uh, we'll never do. It. I'm a coward. Oh no, never do no! That don't disrupt your don't disrupt your work life like that. People <laughs> are just don't. everyone's just trying to get through the day. Don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And speaking of get through things, Balma trying to get through all this falling rubble in the sea cave uh, has to turn on the afterburners. In a cool little sequence where we see her literally hit the gas on the mech, <laughs> which was something I was like not anticipating, <laughs> was her to be flipping switches and hitting the gas <laughs> like it's Fast and Furious. This is a fossil fuel mech. Mm-hmm. Oh, the 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 tank on it's huge, but the high oh, the highway mileage is real bad though. It's real bad. It's real bad. You get a hybrid, but she yeah it, they animate it really well as she. Burst out of the ocean in front of the sun. You get the little light rays. A hero image almost. Mm-hmm. She does do a superhero landing with like one fist hitting the ground. I think I want to say yes. Something like that. It, it's, it, you know, it would be if Gohan was doing it, he'd be like, yay, I did it. I did it. I got the Dragon Ball. But because it's Balma and I felt for her in this moment because she's had a big day as we mm-hmm, talked about mm-hmm. Um, she basically falls out of the mech and then is like, takes one sigh and then starts like kind of freaking out <laughs> and crying. Is this before or after the Blueberry and his associate, Blueberry and Associates, uh, come out of the ocean? We think it's round two, but Mama Crabs takes him back down to the sea. And that's right. Folks, they're dead. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, R.I.P. Blueberry and uh, Normal Human Guard. <laughs> he was run. He was one credit away. Mm-hmm. We salute you, Blueberry. You yeah. mighty paralegal of the Frieza Force. And it was a phys ed credit. That's why he joined the Frieza Force. <laughs> That's what, how it counted. <laughs> uh, he traded his year of eligibility to because <laughs> he, you know, Blueberry played lacrosse in undergrad. Mm-hmm. Are you saying he's redshirted? <laughs> He's redshirted to the Frieza Force. But yeah, like you said, Bulma, after that, after she's fine, she does have a breakdown, which is extremely understandable. She's, Vince, she is so beaten, she cries out for Krillin. Yes. Yes. She cries out for Krillin of all people. Uh, Just imagine, if you're Bulma and your headspace is, Krillin is annoying, short, and bald, and and you don't like Mm -hmm. him that much. Yep. He's always on your nerves. He dragged you to, to this weird planet to save your, Aaron quotes, friends and your Yamcha. You didn't want to come in the first place, but you're the only one that learned Namekian or knew how to fly spaceships. 
probably the only one of those three that can read reliably. <laughs> even though, even though Goku was doing fine on his own a without bit. a Bulma, a little bit, but can't rehash the past because she makes it out. There's a little gag where the Dragon Ball is about to roll back into the sea, and she grabs it. That's almost it. We just have a little cleanup. We we got to see. We got to check in with everyone else. Krillin and Krillin and Gohan having a nice little snack. Um, I don't know if you get this in yours. They say it's been four days. Yeah, that that blew my mind. They didn't they, give a number of days, but they said that we've been flying for days. What? No, I don't. So did Bulma spend nights you. underwater? Or she just she was in that canyon by herself for several days. The timeline's not adding up here because it's like, yeah, was Bulma underwater for days? Was she being carried by the Frieza Force members for days? Like, it seemed like they flew if about as fast as Gohan and Krillin. So maybe that's not a good time. No, ugh. Poor Boma, if that's the case. No yeah. wonder she had so much time to contemplate life. <laughs> she was flying for like 10 hours straight. Yeah, she was able to watch through all of her old episodes, cut that montage together. She had a lot of time up there. Yeah, Boma's Bul- out here making her own one-minute roundups. <laughs> well, she needs to submit it to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com so we can play it on air. But, Ooh. Uh, but instead... Krillin's like, you know what? Guru might be dead already. Let's let's screw it. I know we're trying to be safe, but let's just go. I'm sure we're far enough away to where Vegeta can't sense us, and they go at top speed. Like, they're going to be there in an hour. Cut to Vegeta immediately finding out. Yeah. <laughs> Fools, I sent notifications on Google for, mm. for whatever Krillin and Gohan. Pop. I have a... I have a baldy alert and a baby alert. <laughs> Good thing I set my reminders mm-hmm. to kill. Uh, and my key sensing ability isn't on silent. <laughs> Not even for meetings. I follow Krillin and Gohan stock alerts <laughs> on Twitter. That's another reference to the Patreon pregame from this week. $5 a month, weekly content. I gotta stop doing that. But Vegeta's plan is just, okay, I know where they are. I thought they were gonna come to me. I guess they're a bunch of big babies. I'm gonna have to go to them. He he plays it a little more smart. He grabs at least one ball. So even if someone gets the wretch of his clutch, he, he uh, it's still not the end of the world. Uh, and he goes after them. And then the final sort of update is that the Ginyu Force are almost here, which again, we knew we knew they were on their way. Yeah, the, the I like that the Frieza Force in, in this moment as we're waiting for the Ginyu Force has been reduced to what I could only say is like FedEx level stock updates or like <laughs> your UPS notifications. Almost here, should be arriving. With It's out for delivery. Your Ginyu Force just arrived at the distribution center. <laughs> but that's, that's yeah, that's it. People, people are about to enter the planet. Vegeta's about to go beat up some people. Essentially, everyone else is just sort of sitting and waiting for the, for the filler to be over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they can start back up again. That's it? Yeah, that's it. Um, much better, uh, so much better than last episode, I think. Yeah, I mean, how often do characters get to redo filler episodes? <laughs> they, yeah, this is this is just the second draft of last week. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we, they should have just like cut last week's episode entirely. Just left this one. Hey, man, filler's got to fill. T- preach. <laughs> and master researcher Nick has got a master research. Another email from Nick. Um, this time uh, with another audio cue, um, let's get into it. This email is titled Goku's mom and baseball. The, the two staples of American culture. Uh, Nick writes, Hey, Vince and Aaron been a while. Sorry. It's been a while while. since a personal email. And since at least this episode is filler, 
Figured this week I'd get back to something I tried to send last year. All right, come hold, hold your horses. <laughs> Diving back into the hilarious ocean dub well, here's a clip that plays out very differently in 2021 than it did in the 90s. Oh, boy. Here we go. I'd be a lot more cautious if you weren't such a wimp, little brother. Some brother. I don't think your mom gave him enough spankings when he was a kid. Yeah, the creep. You'd think he'd want to make up for lost time. He never even took me out to a ball game. <laughs> <laughs> so quippy. Yeah. Never even took me out to a ball game. Not enough spanks. Yeah. Spank Goku. Go spank him right now. In front of everyone. Mainly me. Come on, Goku. Pull his pants down. Corporal punishment. A uh, couple, uh, couple. Aside from this clip, we got a couple notes on that from Nick. One, since Dragon Ball aired, Goku and Raditz's mom, Gine, has been introduced to the DB lore, and she's one of the nicer Saiyans, even more than Gohan and Goten. So the thought of Gine spanking baby Raditz for bad behavior is just hysterical. And she does it nice. She, it's very soft. She's too scared oh, yeah. to do it. It'd be more of like a gentle pat. Mm-hmm. A cupping. <laughs> a, <laughs> a scoop. <laughs> uh, uh, a slap ass, as Keen Peel would say. Yeah. <laughs> slap ass. Two. Where did Piccolo learn the concept of parents spanking their children as a form of punishment? Certain sites on the internet. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I think for Piccolo, it seemed like he absorbed so much of human culture in three years <clears throat> that he must have seen it. Like, that may have been, like, the first incident of, like, human-on-human violence that baby Piccolo saw was, like, a mother spanking their child, and that was, like, it. He's like, oh, humans, I hate them. Time to enslave them. They got butts, and that's gross. <laughs> Ew. Why are they pink? Yeah. Shouldn't they just have a square... A flat cube where their legs meet their torso, like me. Yeah, what comes out of there? I don't know. I'm hoping ice cream. <laughs> that would be great. More of a reason to keep the humans around. <laughs> if ice cream came out of their bums. There. Ah, oh, it's it's not. <laughs> Two hours later. Oh, it's not. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's definitely not. <laughs> That's he. He did travel around as a child. And to see humans interacting with each other, so I think you're right. He probably saw it on his on his, on his child travels. Mm-hmm. Three, given Yamcha eventually settles into being a baseball player, do you think Goku considers Yamcha as a brother figure? More, I I would guess that Goku might consider Yamcha more of a friend than a brother, just because they didn't necessarily like train the same time, the way that Krillin and Goku have been training together for like decades and decades and stuff. They are. Yeah. They're not Marshall brothers. I don't think so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Brothers in arms, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. Friend acquaintance. (laughs) They're friends. Yamcha didn't go to Yamcha was not involved in the Kame house. Here's my son. That's right. Showing off. So, you know, he's not, he's not really in the group. Yeah, he's not he's not in that uh close friends group on your Instagram. Yamcha's not there. Yeah. Yamcha is not in the top eight. Not in that fave five. Not an emergency contact. But Balma did claim him as a dependent for years. <laughs> I mean, that's look, she's tax savvy. It benefited the corporation just as much. <laughs> R.I.P. Blueberry, that he was going into tax law. <laughs> that's what that, that's what he wanted to specialize in. And four. I further cement this as proof that Scott McNeil is the best Piccolo. It's good. Any Piccolo that talks about spanking. It's yeah. a good time. It's a good time. If I'm remembering like the ocean dub being probably what I watched the most as a kid. Yeah. Then he, he probably is the best Piccolo. Cause that Piccolo had so much fucking, it's so quippy. Like I think uh, the ocean dub is so quippy. Uh, in a way that Dragon Ball isn't, <laughs> it's very funny. And much like Quippy, 
both canceled. Hey! Master Researcher Nick, thank you so much uh, for sending us that email. If you want to send us over some KHP research, uh, maybe have a one-minute roundup like Balma had, uh, or you just want to talk to us, you can do so by writing to KameHousePartyPod at gmail.com. You can talk to us on social media as well, on Twitter or Instagram at KameHouseParty. If you like what we do and want to support the show, the best way to do that is to go to Patreon.com slash KameHouseParty, where for our measly, a, a pittance of $5 a month, you get weekly bonus content uh, with... With some other extras, um, you can give as much as you want, but that is where the benefits start. And we appreciate everyone who has become our patron so far. And you know we're still streaming every Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern over on Twitch.tv slash Kame House Party, not Kame Horse Party. That's... <laughs> that's I, a, I, that's I, a different part. Okay. Yeah, I'm scared to look that up. No our, one... No our, one that's our companion horse husbandry podcast. <laughs> no one type that in at work. Um, <laughs> but twitch.tv slash Kame House Party. Uh, we're playing a variety of games and having a variety of fun. Um, that, and as always, thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for listening, subscribing, following, liking, sharing. All those lovely things involved with the podcast, following us on all our social medias, and no matter if if you are flying full speed to unlock your latent potential, or you're just trying to stay dry, you gotta keep, keep fire. fire.